Welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I am your host, Maddie Marie. Welcome back to the second episode of the second season of the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm so excited to be here with y'all again in 2024. And if you did not notice the rebrand that we did last week, we have entered the second season and I'm stoked. So the agenda today is embarrassment. But first we're going to start with magic moments with Mad Dog. I'm going to talk about my aura ring because I am quite literally obsessed with it. We're going to go over books and movies. And then we're going to dive into the fluff of embarrassment and overcoming it and kind of my thoughts on the whole situation. But let's dive in. So honestly, I don't really have very many magic moments with Mad Dog. This week was really just settling back into raw routine and cleaning after my family had left from staying with us you know getting back into the swing of real life after the holidays which is always a joy honestly it's always weird i love the new year and i embrace change especially after the year that i had in 2023 i kind of have learned that you have to embrace change if you want to be remotely happy with your life But I am also someone who's like pretty stuck in like having a routine and consistency. So it has been nice to get back to getting my like morning routines and my nighttime routines kind of set in stone and back on track. Um, But my new magic moments with Mad Dog, I got a new water bottle. And this is the only one I'm really going to talk about this week because... I literally am obsessed with it but I got a new water bottle I got it off of Amazon it's simply modern and it's the most obnoxious hot pink you've ever seen in your life and I got the 40 ounce and it's got a handle it looks pretty similar to a Stanley but it's a little bit different and then I got Romy a matching one and Romy's is completely spill proof which is actually huge because she knocks it over sometimes and is like she's just a toddler so that is so ideal And they both fit in cup holders, so it's pretty freaking badass. (laughs) But that's my magic moments with Mad Dog. We've got cute matching water bottles again. Moving on to my Aura Ring. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's so cute. It's a thick silver band that I wear on my pointer finger. I need to get more rings because I feel like it needs some friends. But I love it. I got it just under a week ago. So I am excited to keep using it and see how the data adapts to my routines and life. But so far, the insights are freaking awesome. I love to see my sleep score. I love to see my activity and like my readiness for the day. And it's crazy how like I like to quantify things with a number. So it's crazy to actually see a number that actually matches like what's going through my brain of how I'm feeling instead of just like oh I'm tired today or oh I didn't sleep good last night like now I can be like damn I'm right like there's numbers to prove it (laughs) so I recommend I love it moving on to books and movies I just so I'm reading the 48 laws of power right now which is really just like it's nonfiction. it's help like self-help based 
And it's good. And it will be a slow read because it's very thick to digest. Um, but I did just buy the Throne of Glass series, which is an eight book series in the Sarah J. Mass universe. And two of them have to be tandem read. And I'm literally scared because these books are like six to nine hundred pages, I feel like. And there's eight of them. And I have to read two of them at one time. Like, that's going to be insane. So I will keep you updated on my progress. I'm reading them with a couple girls from work. So that will be exciting to kind of book club it. But I'll keep you posted. I'm stoked to get back into Sarah J. Mass. I read Fourth Wing and I did really love it. And I'm excited for more in that series, but I did like the Akatar series better. So I'm excited to jump back into the SJM universe. And finally for movies, H and I went to see Aquaman with a couple of our friends. And don't get me wrong, it's good, it's upbeat, it's something to go see. We love Jason Momoa. Also, I saw this like a couple weeks ago. But people are saying if you've read Akatar that um, Jason Momoa is like a real life version of Cassian and I cannot unsee it. Like if Sarah J Mass did create a movie for the Akatar series, like he would have to play Cassian. Anyways, soak on that for a little bit, but I was disappointed in Aquaman. Like I'm not a huge DC fan. Let's get that out there to start this off. I'm a Marvel fan. So, like, I feel like it was comical. I feel like Aquaman kind of resembles Thor in the sense that, like, they're more comical. Like, they're goofy. They're fun to go see. They're upbeat. And they still have action. So, they still are captivating. But I really went to, like, see what they did with Amber Heard. And I know that's not a hot take, but I was disappointed that she made it through the whole movie. Like, I kind of wanted to see how they killed her off. But I'm pretty sure they just are ending the franchise. So it's okay. Whatever. I'll stick to Marvel. But I do. I am actually so excited to see all the movies that are coming out this year. I have a list on my phone of all of them. And I think the one I'm most excited for doesn't come out until December. But it's Mufasa. And I think it's going to be so good. So I'll keep you all updated on the movie list of what is to come. And we will see how that's going. But let's dive into it. Today, honestly, this episode will be pretty quick. So today we're talking about embarrassment because I feel like my perspective of embarrassment is that it's more of a cognitive choice. Like you are making the decision to be embarrassed. It's not an involuntary reaction to something. You're choosing certain beliefs, whether you're choosing to not give a shit about your unconscious beliefs or like you're actively deciding something that you believe and then you're embarrassed for doing certain things that go against your beliefs, right? So embarrassment often stems from perceived violation of like social norms and expectations, you know, deviating from the freaking golden narrow path, whatever. It often also comes from having a low self-esteem and just being like highly self-conscious you simply just care too much about what other people think. Like, I think embarrassment is the stupidest emotion. I'm sorry. Like, I really do. You don't need to be embarrassed. You're literally choosing to. Like, you're putting yourself through that own misery. So, we're going to talk about how to overcome it. 
And I'm really going to try and keep this short and sweet because there's no reason to drag this out and just ramble. But overcoming embarrassment, broken down into a few bullet points, starts with having self-compassion. Then you need to really recognize that no one is perfect. Like every single person is going to mess up. Not every single person is going to feel embarrassed because of it. Some people can look at it and be like, damn, I fucked up. Time to learn my lesson. Like, let's move on. Life goes on. Things do not end. It's not world ending. And no one's perfect. Every single person is going to, like, choke and freaking have an accident here and there. Okay? Just get over yourself. And half the time, people are not paying nearly as close attention to you as you think they are. Like, people care way more about themselves than they do you. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but it's true. So get over yourself. Stop being embarrassed. Realize that no one is perfect. Next, you need to reframe the situation positively. This goes back to having positive self-talk and just reworking your mind to stop speaking negatively about yourself and about the situations that you're in. Like, it doesn't just happen about your appearance or how your brain works. Like, you also need to talk positively about your experiences. That's why I don't really believe in regret. Like, you really can't regret something that's happened in your life because it has brought you to where you are. And if you hate where you're at, then, like, get your shit together and figure it out. That's your own problem. But there's no reason to regret the decisions that you've made. You made them. Live with it. Like, that's literally life. (laughs) Anyways, the next thing you can do to overcome embarrassment is just build your self-confidence Practice your self-care. Start actually loving yourself. There are so many episodes that I've done. There's so many other resources on actually how to do this. Get your shit together. Start practicing gratitude. Start doing your positive affirmations. Start doing them verbally in front of the mirror. And start actually taking care of yourself. Go to bed on time. Actually, like, do a self-care shower Prep your freaking meals for the week. Like, actually take care of yourself so that you have something to love. Like, you letting your body and your mind deteriorate because you're not taking care of yourself is just, like, ruining your chance of actually progressing. So, that's another step to overcoming embarrassment. The last one is just working on the things that you actually want changed. Every single person messes up. Every single person has strengths and every single person has weaknesses. You are embarrassed because you think your weaknesses are making you look like an idiot. Who cares? First of all, move on from that. Second of all, acknowledge your weaknesses. Like every single person has them. You need to just cognitively be like, damn, I kind of suck at this. How can I either one, improve or who do I know can do it successfully? And like, how can I keep them in my life? How can I maintain these relationships And nurture that so that I can have that in my life, you know? You don't have to always do everything alone. Like, you don't have to nurture all of your weaknesses into perfection. You just have to know, like, sometimes your weaknesses are just going to be weaknesses. But that's someone else's strength. Anyways, we're going to talk about building self-confidence. Because I think that's a big part in being embarrassed. And this, a little context for this episode. I was married, as we all have come to know. And before I got divorced, I was told pretty consistently that literally everything I did was embarrassing. Like literally me existing was embarrassing him. And I took it to heart. I was like 
severely sad. (laughs) I was like stressed constantly that I was going to do something embarrassing and then have to hear about it later. And I believed it because I valued every opinion that was not my own. So I have personally overcome being embarrassed and giving a shit if other people are embarrassed this past year because it's quite frankly not my problem. If you're embarrassed of me, like, get your shit together. I'm cool as fuck. (laughs) Anyways, that is where this is stemming from because whether you feel embarrassed or you think other people are going to, like, be embarrassed of you, you need to get over it. Like, it is not that serious. If someone else is embarrassed of you they do not deserve your time or energy you can do so much better and there's no reason for you to be embarrassed every single opportunity to be embarrassed is simply a learning opportunity that is just a space for you to grow as a human so get over it so with that context let's talk about building self-confidence because the first part of 2023 i spent really working on myself really diving into what can I do to be the best mom, to be the best single parent, to be the best parent, to be the best, like, I live by myself. Like, I really stepped up and just, like, got shit done for what it needed to happen. So, building self-confidence was actually a huge part in that because I needed to motivate myself to actually get shit done. Like, I needed to be able to consistently provide because I'm the only person here providing. (laughs) You know what I mean? So having self-confidence is the base of literally any success that you want to have. And it's definitely a key part in not being embarrassed going forward. So here's how we're going to build it this year. And I want you to freaking take notes because you can do it. Okay. If you're feeling shitty, like look in the mirror and tell yourself you're a bad bitch and you can get shit done. Here's how to build your self-confidence. One, start small. Set some achievable goals. And if that is literally just getting out of bed and getting ready, because literally that was one of mine last year, I, before 2023, I didn't wear makeup because I literally cried it off every single day. And I didn't like to get dressed because I was told how shitty my body was. And I literally, like, I wore leggings and oversized hoodies and didn't get ready to leave my house. So the beginning of 2023, I made it a personal goal to wear jeans more often than leggings and to wear mascara every day and not cry it off. (laughs) And crazy, miraculously, not freaking miraculously, like literally it was a night and day difference. I did not cry my mascara off really at all last year and quite frankly that's something to celebrate so cheers babe anyways set achievable goals mine was literally to get ready like actually ready jeans t-shirt blouse whatever the fuck you want to call it makeup actually do my hair and like present myself in a way that I wanted to be perceived right because I had just grown so accustomed to like being put down regardless of the effort that I wanted So I just decided to stop giving a fuck. If people are going to put me down, you no longer deserve my energy. And you just have to make that decision. You can't like, if you continue to tolerate bullshit, you're going to continue to get bullshit. And who the hell wants that? Next tip to building self-confidence is celebrating your success. I literally love a reason to celebrate. Themed drinks, themed outfits, themed celebration 
absolutely sign me the fuck up. I literally love that shit. Whether it is literally you celebrating your small achievable goals that we talked about just barely, like, do it. Celebrate every single win that you have and you will start, like, collecting more opportunities for abundance. Like, it will just start flowing to you. As soon as the universe sees you happy, it's like, damn, dude, we love to see it. We want to give you more. So start celebrating yourself. You deserve to be celebrated. Do not let anyone else tell you differently. You don't deserve bare minimum bullshit. You don't deserve less than that either. Okay? Learn from my mistakes. Next, change how you talk to yourself to be more positive. We talked about this a little earlier And we talk about it basically every week. Start reshaping your inner dialogue. You need to have a more positive outlook on who you are as a person and your entire situation. If you don't like your environment, start by cleaning it. You don't have to change it immediately. You don't have to move. You don't have to like do dramatic changes. Just clean up. Just have a consistently clean environment. Clean your car regularly. I'm a big advocate for taking your car to the damn car wash and vacuuming it like once a week at least. There is no reason you should be throwing shit on the floor and leaving it there, okay? Your environment is a direct reflection of what is inside your cranium. So clean out your space, declutter your mind, and like actually start to reshape it. Pour positivity in those crevices. Like, start to talk to yourself positively throughout the entire day. Start to notice what you're grateful for every single day, all day long. And it will just become a natural part of your routine. Next, we did already talk about this. Embrace your strengths. Acknowledge your weaknesses. There's no reason for you to wallow in the shit that you're not good at because someone else is good at it. Like, that is literally the point of life. Like, I am not... I've actually had a conversation about this with my brother's old roommate. I am not someone who gives a shit to know how to change my own oil on my car. I can pay someone else to do that. Something that someone will want me to do. You're listening to my podcast, right? Like I like creating my podcast. I like feeding into that. I like cleaning my area. I like taking roaming to do fun things. Like these are things that I can do that are my strength. I like to do like these fun, adventurous activities. I did it all the time last year when I was doing all my self-care. I would take myself on dates. Like I like to do things that are going to pour joy into the world. I don't want to spend my time changing my car's oil. Someone else is like, I love lifting up the hood of a car and seeing what the hell is wrong with it. Like by all means, let me pay you to do that for mine. I don't want to do it. Embrace your strengths and acknowledge your weaknesses, figure out how to go around it. You don't have to change it. You don't have to be like, damn, I better learn how to change my oil. No. Where can you take your car to get the fucking oil change? It is not that hard. And just start looking at it bird's eye view instead of like staring the problem eyeball to eyeball. Blows my mind. Next one. Gradually step out of your comfort zone. There is nothing good that will come from staying in your comfort zone all of your life prime example of this is people often get stuck in the routine of corporate life or like blue collar life whatever job you have a lot of the time it turns into getting up going to work coming home having dinner having a beer watching a movie going to bed and doing the same thing over and over and over again if you are tired of that 
Literally all you have to do is change what you're doing. Get up earlier. Get fully ready for the day. Throw on some fucking glam on your face. Get dressed in something you wouldn't normally wear but still makes you feel good. Go out after work. You know, take yourself on a walk. Take yourself on a date. Go pick up a coffee on your way to work. Compliment your barista. Do something out of your comfort zone every single day until those steps start getting farther and farther from your comfort zone. Nothing good will come from your comfort zone. Then you're going to have like a zone of just being scared because you're like, well, now I'm outside of my comfort zone. I don't know what the hell to do. Then you're going to hit like the learning part. So zone one is comfort. Zone two is fear. Zone three is learning. Like you're going to actually learn something when you step outside of your fear. But then after the learning zone is when like change is actually going to happen. Like once you learn and you step it just a little bit farther, shit will change for you. You have to actually like take all five steps, all four steps, all three steps. If you even if you just get to the learning stage, like that is still progress and celebrate it because you deserve it, bro. Anyways, the last part to building self-confidence is surrounding yourself with positive influences and people you admire. I listened to a podcast today by Anna Grace that was talking about being rich as fuck, like accepting the fact that it is okay to have an abundance mindset when it comes to finance, especially as a woman, because a lot of the time we're looked at as like, oh, you should take care of your kids surprise bro I have to provide for my kid because I'm freaking a single parent like I don't know what you expect but obviously I have to work so surrounding yourself with people who have a similar mindset to the one that you want to have if you don't have the mindset that you want you need to put yourself in the room with people who already are living the life you want to live Hanging out with successful people, hanging out with people who make money passively and can spend time with their children. That is the type of people that I spend time with. That's the type of people I want to spend time with. You need to actively, like, find people who make you feel good, okay? You need to start actually connecting people to the emotions that they give you. If someone makes you feel shitty, why are you going around them more? Like, why are you still spending time with them? I understand like certain lifelong relationships, certain family members, like I understand things are hard to leave, but sometimes they're bad for you. So you don't have to stay in an environment that is literally breaking you down. Surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up and make you feel happy. Next, we're going to talk about reframing a negative situation because I honestly am like notorious for this. Like, I'll be told some shitty news and I'm like, damn, that's awesome. Like you got this and this and this out of it. And they're like, you're shitting me right now. (laughs) Like, did you hear what I just said? And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's so good. Like you can do this with that. You can like change your whole freaking life with this opportunity that you've been given. And all that they can see is like, my freaking life is over. Right? So here's how we're going to reshape your negative situations. One, shift your perspective. Take yourself. My way of looking at things is I remove myself. Like, I literally take myself in a bird's eye view of the situation. You need to be able to distance yourself from the emotions initially, okay? And whether that means, like, if you need to be angry and you need to be sad and you need to feel those emotions for a certain amount of time, at some point you're going to have to let it go, you're going to have to calm down, and you're going to have to evaluate the situation for what it is. So shift your perspective, lift yourself out of the situation, and actually, like, look at it for what it is. Like... A shitty situation oftentimes is there to teach you something. So figure out what that lesson is. 
which is the next question. What did you learn from this experience? How can you, at, like, stepping out of your comfort zone, obviously you're out of your comfort zone if it's negative towards you. Like, if you're not in a comfy situation and it's negative, you obviously have something to learn. So figure what that is and remember it. Then you're going to ask yourself, what opportunities do you have to grow from this experience? There is always, often, oftentimes, like, this is my biggest issue with people who are constantly complaining. Like, you have had plethora of opportunities to grow, and you are choosing to remain in toxic cycles. I did it my entire marriage. I stayed in a marriage that I should have left forever ago. So I know what it is like, which is why I can comment on it and be fucking brutal. Get yourself out of the position of repeating these toxic cycles and habits. There is no reason you should continue to do these things and continue to complain about them. If you're going to actively, consciously put yourself in the position, stop making it everyone else's problem. What opportunities do you have to grow? And if you're going to actually improve yourself, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you are. So what, how are you going to actually grow from it? Like literally write down a list. And the last one is what silver linings can you find from the situation? Uh, uh, sometimes it is just a shitty situation, okay? But like in hindsight, you can look and be like, oh, damn, actually I met someone new out of that. Like now I have a best friend from that situation. When I got divorced, I started hanging out at my brother's house because I am a single mother, right? Like I was a single mom. I had lost a lot of my friends when I was married. I lost the the remaining friends when I got a divorce. And so I started hanging out with my brother and I met my best friend, Auntie Cal. And I, that wouldn't happened if I didn't get divorced. Like that's a shitty situation that has ultimately led to a million things being better than they were. But you have to just be able to find like those silver linings and the things that make you happy even in negative situations, there is always something positive to be found. You just have to look for it. So I hope that you start to feel less embarrassed. And if this didn't teach you anything, then you need to listen to it again and take notes because I am tired of like everyone being embarrassed for bullshit reasons. Like there's literally no reason to constantly be so self-conscious, so insecure, so worried about what everyone else is thinking. Stop caring. Like, how often do you notice other people and their, like, embarrassing mishaps? You don't because you're too busy focusing on yourself. So stop expecting everyone else to be paying that much attention to you because they're probably not. Anyways, I love you. Thank you for listening. I hope you become less embarrassed for everyone's sake and so that we can have the best 2024. Talk to you all next Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find links to my blog and my socials in the description. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review. Have the best Taco Tuesday. I'll talk to y'all next week.